The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's the Garcia Diaries! Welcome to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia. You might know me as the Garcia Diaries on Instagram. What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia. Every week, we deep dive real life, marriage, parenthood, sex, pop culture, and anything else in between. Let's get started. Welcome back. We just got over our Thanksgiving, got over. We just got through Thanksgiving break with the kids and it is Monday and I don't think Anthony's ever been more excited to send the kids back to school than he was this morning. (laughs) Breaks are always a challenge, especially, you know, we've got five kids. Oh yeah. And you work from home. I work at home. So we're just here. Yeah. Well, I I like love breaks and the idea of breaks and our kids are on that year round schedule. So they start school in July and get out in May. And with that year round schedule, they get way longer breaks than normal public schools. And so they get like the three weeks off for Christmas, two weeks off for fall and spring and break instead of the, the I was going to say the hour, the one week. In theory, I love it. It's like, oh, we get to spend so much more time together. It reminds me of the homeschooling days. Like, I love it. But then when we actually do it, now that the kids are getting older, it's like the most exhausting thing ever. Well, this specific break, even more so because you can't really do much. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. So, like, still recovering. I'm had to do everything and some. And then the kids are older. One kid's always bored or. One kid, it's always... There's always someone fighting, and it usually always involves Bronx fighting someone. She's definitely the antagonizer, but we made it through. So this Monday, I woke up. I was very excited to send the kids back to school Mm -hmm. because (laughs) get a little little break from five. Although my helpers are the ones that go to school, so it's not really a break. But man, hopefully everyone had a good Thanksgiving. If you don't really celebrate Thanksgiving, hopefully you had a good extended break. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like the craziest drama always happens starting around the holidays but thanksgiving's especially one that like can bring a lot of drama because you're combining so many different like family members together for a meal and i feel like with christmas maybe it's just us but we don't really see all of our family for christmas we like see our just close immediate family so like we'll see your parents we'll see my family and that's pretty much it and then like our siblings and stuff but for thanksgiving it's like the tias tios cousins babe your everyone sister everyone that was there for thanksgiving we see christmas on christmas day what do we do christmas eve i'm not talking about christmas who do eve. we who do we ring in at midnight christmas with every year your family my tias my tios they're never right? there your tias and tios your nana siblings they're not they're never there on christmas eve it's always just your mom's siblings right so what, yeah. are you, what are you trying to on say? On Thanksgiving, it's like extended, extended family. I mean, people that I've never, people that I'm not going to see until next Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, That's yeah. what I'm talking about. And I think even in in other families too, right, he's nodding right, his head. Right. He's nodding his head. But, but it's saying. not. <laughs> I feel a, like I just think that Thanksgiving is more of a like, for example, one of my friends didn't have anywhere to go. We'd be like, hey, come over for Thanksgiving. Like, it's fine. But on Christmas Day, I wouldn't be like, hey, come over and just... <laughs> I don't know. I would never Christmas, be say that. That's Christmas all you. just feels more like personal and like close, close, close family members only. I don't know. I think That's you're right. Me. I think you're right. Because you think of Friendsgiving. No. Yeah. Like, do people have Friendsmas? I mean, I don't Friendsmas. have Friendsgiving or Friendsmas, but 
I always hear like, oh, Friendsgiving. But do people do Friendsmas? No, because no know. one wants to buy other people. Well, we do like, you do like Christmas parties and stuff, but it's never on Christmas. But you, but it's never like, that's what I'm saying. It's never like a friend's miss. Yeah. Christmas is giving presents. You're getting presents. I'm not buying presents for these other grown ass people. Yeah. Like buy your own shit. Like for example, we've done Thanksgiving with like my grandma's siblings and their kids and, and our, the people that we literally don't right, know. Right. And like, I don't even know their names. And we've sat together with them at Thanksgiving for a meal. But that would never happen on Christmas. Anyways, because of that, I feel like there's there can be so much drama and hurt feelings or just like not wanting to be around toxic people because Thanksgiving is kind of like a free for all. Whoever's there is there. And I don't I, I just feel like from watching TikTok and Instagram and the people that I chat with, I just feel like sometimes Thanksgiving can feel a lot more overwhelming as far as being around people. And I think for me because we do a lot of I mean we spend the majority of holidays with my side of the family I don't we've never really had anything to write home about like as a kid I can't can't ever remember anything happening or or going on so I think you know really from our perspective from my perspective like my family stuff is pretty low-key and chill as far as the holidays the holidays I feel like I've been so, especially in the first few years of being married, I was so traumatized really? by your family. They'd be like fist fighting and throwing tables and stuff. At my fa- that You're what? Yeah. On on a holiday, maybe not on, on a, a holiday, all right, all right, but you. like at maybe on a regular Saturday. No, there's been like birthdays. It was always because we well, always see, go now, there for now birthdays. you're widening the horizon. Okay, we, but I'm just we saying, were talking I'm about just saying Your family's not drama free. Oh, I, I'm please. no, 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 no. I, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying specifically when it comes to Thanksgiving, right? When you think of Thanksgiving, you don't think of all of the birthdays parties that you went to through the years. You think of the Thanksgivings in the past. I don't know They're when these chill. things happen. I just remember being pregnant and sitting on your nana's couch and being like, am I going to get hurt right now? Because there's fighting happening Well, that's very because you're white <laughs> and you don't know. Like, yeah, that's that's what it was. So anyways, I asked my Instagram followers to spill their family tea because I I wanted I want to know all the drama. But a lot of people had reached out to me and been like, thank you for, you know, sharing your experience with toxic family members and this is my first year like not being around my family for Thanksgiving or subjecting myself to other people's opinions that don't matter and stuff like that. That made me happy. But it's also funny because like I I feel like last year was the year of like us cutting everybody off and setting boundaries with people. And then this was the year of like reconciliation. And I think a lot of it has last to, year. Last it's year. been a couple couple years. No, because it was Christmas 2020 that we cut your family off for a few months. So that was going into 2021. And then it was 2021 where I like literally cut my mom completely off and didn't talk to her for months. So I think that that was all last year. In this conversation you and I are having, I'm talking strictly holidays. It's been a couple of years. A couple of years of what? It's been a couple holidays where boundaries were set. People didn't come. Maybe last year was the first year like, Certain people absolutely had no part in the holidays, but it's been a few years of, all right, like you've overstayed your welcome. You can leave now. Or, hey, you got you can only come over these like for this long. And then after that, we have other shit to do. Mm -hmm. It's been a a few years in the process. You may have like set stricter boundaries like overall last year. But I'm I'm just saying like when it comes to holidays, cutting people off happened last year oh As that's what i said that's what i said last year some people weren't even there yeah. they weren't a part of the holiday but at all before it was like it was more so 
we're setting these boundaries, but we're still going to like be there, but we're just not going to certain subjects are not allowed to be brought up around. I don't know, stuff like that. And then last year it was like, okay, we're just doing our own thing. You're cut off. And then this year it's been like a lot about reconciliation and with boundaries, with major boundaries. And so I feel like we did good this year with, I I don't know. I feel like like my grandpa's fault. (laughs) It's my grandpa's fault that certain reconciliations even happened this year. So without further ado. Yeah, no, nothing (laughs) happened. I I think the most, the funniest thing or thing that we can talk about was you passed out on the couch with your mouth just open. Everyone's like, well, Bethany's neck's really going to hurt because you were like on the arm of the couch, no pillow, just straight neck flinging. That's probably the... I would say my biggest complaint about Thanksgiving this year was that I, we ate at 12. Oh, yeah. I fell asleep on the couch at three. I woke up at five. And I was so excited. I woke up and I was like, I'm going to get another plate of my green bean casserole and mashed potatoes and my turkey and my rolls. And I go over there and there was no food left. Yeah, I don't know what what my mom was thinking this year. Every year there's always too much food. Too I'm sure much. so many people can relate. Like, Which is the best part of Thanksgiving because uh, then you get to take food home and eat it the next day or eat it that night. Yes and no. But there's been years where we go to my mom's the next day because there's so much food yeah. left over. Like, all right, let me get a to-go plate. That's cool. There's just sometimes there's too much food. This year, yeah. I don't know what the hell she did. There was not like everyone ate first round, started playing games. Bethany took a nap. And then when we, everyone went back for seconds, it was like, Where's all right, the food? right. Yeah. So my mom failed there. I let her know she failed. But hey, you're right. The, the lack of not the lack of that food was, because we all ate the lack of excess of food was kind of like, damn, I'm hungry. I think we had to. A I lot think of I went pe- to sleep hungry that night because nothing was open. No, literally <laughs> a lot of people like went to McDonald's on their way home. Like we got home and I was like, should we order food? But then I forgot it's freaking Thanksgiving. And there was only like two places delivering. So I was like, all right, and we're just going to go to bed, whatever. Right. Mom, do better. Hungry. Do better. <laughs> Okay, guys, do you want to hear one of my favorite sounds in the entire world? You know what that sound means? That means we just got a sell on Shopify. Um, back when we used to sell merch, we used Shopify to make it so much easier for us. And my line that just came out with Forever French, my Christmas pajamas, again, Shopify. Shopify makes it so simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. With Shopify, you'll create an online store in your vibe, discover new customers, and grow the following that keeps them coming back. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify and you will too. It's never been easier to start and grow a business thanks to Shopify. And like I said, our Christmas pajama line was so successful and so simple thanks to Shopify. Shopify makes selling simple so you can put yourself first and your ideas out there. Whether your thing is making ebooks or earrings, Shopify makes your success possible. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash Garcia, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Garcia to start selling online today. That's shopify.com slash Garcia. 
Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, a creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. What is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Is it check your credit score? Um, didn't think so. That's definitely not what I do when I wake up in the morning. At Chime, it's exactly what they do. With their secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime reports your payments to credit bureaus to help you build your credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average, all of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. It's been such a game changer for Anthony and I because we were young and dumb and made a lot of mistakes when we first got married. And it's been a crucial piece of helping us build back our credit up to something that we're really, really proud of. So start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes and it does not affect your credit score. You can get started at Chime.com slash Garcia. That's Chime.com slash Garcia. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime Checking Account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some users' scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Let's jump back into the convo. Okay, so I asked my followers for their family tea for Thanksgiving. I wanted to know why people cut their family members off and didn't invite them. I wanted to know what happened in their childhood that made their family gatherings weird going forward. And I got a lot of tea. A lot. I like this. I like Let's get into it. Nosy. (laughs) Someone said, my uncle's wife had an affair while they were married twice. And so my uncle raised two kids that were not biologically his, but he's awesome and doesn't care. What the fuck? That's crazy. What? And like in the middle too, that's like if Deuce and Bronx weren't yours, but then Ellis is. And so you just raise them all together. You know who that reminds me of? Your dad, your biological dad. He raises several kids that aren't his biological oh, yeah, because right. his your ex stepmom ran off to Mexico never to be heard from again and left her kids ones that weren't biologically his with that's him. that's how the story goes. I don't know. I've never actually gotten the story directly from him, so it's it's like gray Maybe. area. But you know what's funny about this is I'm such a petty and principal person. If this was our family, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna be around that. You would be like, oh, well, don't judge. Like, if they're happy, it, it, it all works out. Me, I'd be like, no, fuck her. I'm not going to be in the same room as this dumb bitch. And we wouldn't go. What the hell? You're am mean. I right or am I right? You're, you'd be like, well, if he doesn't have a problem with it, because that was the whole premise of the whole, like, your dad, whatever. We won't go back that far. But <laughs> I'm just like, yo, you do some sucker shit. I don't want to be a part of it. And I think that's sucker shit. Okay, ready? And I think, oh, whatever. Let's, <laughs> don't let's get see. Anthony started. That's crazy. 
brother-in-law married this woman after 24 hours of reuniting. They hadn't seen each other in 20 years and had only been texting for a month. Okay. At least they knew each other. So getting married, haven't talked in 20 years, got married in 24 hours. Gotcha. Okay. It's been six and a half years of drama and hell for him and everyone who gets involved. They've never lived in the same state. He bought her a house in one state and he stayed where he was to keep his job, but literally lives in a 13 foot trailer on a river. He makes six figures to support her lifestyle. She's a forever student in her 50s with a dozen failed trades under her belt in which she's the expert in, of course. We never see him. He's too busy working. And when he does get time, he goes to see her and do house projects. It's killing his parents who are too polite to say anything. And they're not confrontational. Everyone, all the sibs, all the siblings, etc. I think it's such a joke. She's an absolute nightmare. All right. Let's 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 break this down because there's a lot. The first part, at least they knew each other. That's all I'm going to say about getting married and whatever. Maybe the, maybe he likes the the life of the 13-foot trailer on the river. Maybe that's him. Yeah, who cares about that? Um, I actually don't see the big issue here because if she lives in a different state and no one ever has to see her, then what's what's the issue? Right. And <laughs> she's uh, she sounds like a con artist, but like that's your brother-in-law's she, fault. She she hit the jackpot. <laughs> she's living good. I mean, listen, if if you could find someone like that, I, I why why would you not take advantage of it first of all? Second, it's a grown man making six figures. What as a parent, what are you supposed to say? Yeah. Like I, I feel like you're not harming someone. You're not doing anything illegal. Like what what do I what do I have to say? You're you're a fucking dumbass? All right, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you know, if it was any of our kids, I'd be like, Yeah, you picked that up from your mom's side of the family, definitely. But <laughs> I'm not even gonna dignify that with a response. But I just but I'm what I'm gonna say is the only like family drama I've had recently is the fact that my sister quit her job as a pastor to get engaged to a Mormon guy that she's known for three months and now they're getting married in a month. And she okay. literally, okay, she literally converted to his religion for him and all of that. And my response to them is the same as it is to this. It's their life. Any, any opinion I have doesn't really matter because it's still their life. And so all I can do is support from afar if I don't agree and still love my sister through whatever she decides to do. I just feel like at some point giving your two cents constantly, all it's going to do is drive a wedge between you and your family member. And at the end of the day, they're going to the the <laughs> the, the do whatever they're going to do, regardless of your opinion. So right. why stick your nose where it doesn't belong and cause more rifts in the fam. Right. Like my family's already broken enough. If I really was going to like give my sister every single piece of, I don't know, every opinion that enters my brain, then what? I'm not going to have a sister anymore. So guys, this, let's, let's go off on a, on a tangent here. Not a tangent. Let's just go off a bit. This situation just shows the growth and maturity in Bethany. So I, I look at this two ways. And, and like I said, Beth, Bethany is totally right. At the end of the day, People are going to make decisions. They're going to do things that they're going to do. And that's it. So for me, with with this, it, it's just funny to me because I'm just in the passenger seat. Like, I mean, we've kind of shared the, the things with, you know, your family and me me taking a hard stance and whatever. Now I'm just like, bro, not, as long as it's not fucking up my everyday life, like you guys do whatever you need to do. Like, I'll be there. I'm not dressing up like whatever. <laughs> All he cares about is that he doesn't have to I'm wear not, a suit to no, the wedding. <laughs> not, 
but so the two things I'm like Bethany that I fell in love with that I've been with the past 10 years we'll say about nine years it's 11 years well no the past 10 years because the the past year has been some growth and maturity okay. in you it's funny to me that this is the hill that you make that stance on because Bethany has always been someone who's going to share her two cents how she feels, what she thinks, and and no matter what. There's been times where we've had like conversations with family and I just look at her like, Bethany, just shut up. Like, why are you going to get into this conversation with that person? Because you're not going to change their mind. They're not going to change your mind. You're just running in circles. So many instances this has happened. So for me, I'm just like, Yo, this is one instance where you could really just get your shit off like you always do, but you haven't. So I just want to say like, Sitting in the passenger seat, seeing that maturity and growth in you is awesome and funny to me at the same time. I mean, I did make my, I did get my Mormon jokes off no, at our live but, show while they were in attendance. But no, at our no live show. right, little little things, beef, anything, something on on a ballot or some something you believe in or that you don't agree with. You've always been, even back in high school, you used to argue with teachers. I'm like, bro, <laughs> shut up! Like, I'm trying to get to lunch. Like, Jesus. You've always been that person. So, like I said, it's funny because I'm like, oh, this is where you decide to, you know. Well, the difference between all the years before and this year is that I'm in therapy now. Right. So, but like the, the growth, it takes a lot of maturity to not because I know. You can't say that's the only, that's the only time I've decided to I mean, the other topic you whole, won't talk about. This so. whole <laughs> but this whole entire year, I've done a good job of picking and choosing my battles with our families. Even mm -hmm. like, okay, even with your mom, there's in the past few weeks, she's come over talking Kanye this, Kanye that. He's so great, blah, blah, blah. And I've. No one said Kanye's great. Nobody said that. There was a conversation there's, the char charcuterie night where she was like, I think Kanye is right about right. this. Right. That, that. that doesn't mean he's and great. You sat there and, and argued with her for 20 minutes. And I was just sitting there like, yeah, I'm going to let Anthony take the, the wheel on this one. I'm not even going to get involved. I mean, I did laugh interface but that was all i kept my piece to the side right but that's growth because in the past i would have been sitting there i would have literally been in tears trying to get someone to agree with me but, or to see my side of it but like i said earlier there's people that we know no matter what you say no matter what you, it's just a waste of breath yes and you knew that you've learned some things are just a waste of breath yes this other situation you know, it would kind of be a waste of breath, but not really because your words hold some weight. That's what I'm saying. This is the first situation where you kind of just, I'm giving you props right now. Okay. So it's cool to see that growth. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> okay. Someone said, found out this past spring via 23andMe. Okay. You know, it's just going to get fucked up. From What's 23andMe? Like it's a one DNA, of those test? DNA test? Okay. I've, a lot of people were mentioning in my DMs, Ancestry, 23andMe, just like finding out they have siblings. So I'm guessing that's where this is going. Via 23andMe that my dad had a secret love child from when he was 19. No one had any idea until six months ago, including the secret daughter. She's 51, the secret daughter. Damn. I'm 24. My youngest sibling is 14. The secret daughter has a 24-year-old daughter. But the worst part is that my mom is only 55. So my mom and the secret daughter are only four years apart. Wait, this doesn't sound like a secret anything. It sounds like a pre, like this was pre you and your mother. 
Yeah. Right? But it was a secret to his family. So it's like, it's like if my mm. dad had a kid when he was 19, gave it up for adoption or just left whoever his baby mama was high and dry, got married to someone else. And I, I see nothing had I see nothing wrong with this. You don't think you should tell your wife if, that you if, had a kid before? No. Aunt, that's like us. That's like in 20 years, me finding out that when you were 16, you had a kid and didn't tell me. If I gave the kid up for adoption, I would kill legal, you. Why? Though? Because that's still a human being with your DNA a, out there. Okay, yes. And I would be so, I would be. You're right. It would give me the ick times 20,000. I hate that. I, I, the more you say <laughs> that, would, the like more I just kill. kind of just regress. It would kill my soul. And I think I would like not be in love with no, you No, you wouldn't. To find out that you didn't that you had a kid that you gave up and you didn't like care about them or are you fucking kidding me right what? now what are you serious you're just gonna come on here and lie i th i think it would be Babe, gross to me you are a person who believes to make the best decision for yourself but Whether don't that, lie to your partner how's that a lie i i okay and we have we literally have a situation like this within our let's just say circle so that it's ambiguous where one someone we know did this and I literally can't even look them in the eyes because it's so gross to me. I mean, okay, let's just say I, Anthony Garcia, the person, I don't agree with this. I wouldn't do that. Just me. But if I made the decision, I don't want anything to do with this kid, whether it be I legally put this kid up for adoption or I said, hey, you know what? Fucking I'm out of here. I'm going to get milk. And I never came back. If I made the decision before I even met you, I'm not thinking. Of, I don't. I don't think about this kid. I don't. I wanted nothing to do with this kid. It's not something that's on my mind. Isn't it fair as your partner for me to know what your morals really are? And I do think that that defines your morals. Isn't isn't it? Isn't or at it, least contributes. Wait, 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 to isn't it. it your job as my potential partner to know, learn my morals and figure that out? You can't hide stuff that contributes I mean, to your morals and then expect me to know your morals okay but that this is what i don't understand we we've had conversations and we were like okay if one of our kids let's knock on wood got <laughs> pregnant we would not force marriage we would be like yo we'll we'll raise this kid as ours because we want you to still like not not necessarily live life but we don't think this should be the the end all like oh you're pregnant 1, now thousand okay then so how can you say but that's still let's just say that happens to brooklyn and then Brooklyn, 10 years later, gets married. I do think it's messed up if she hides that from her future husband or wife or whoever she decides to be with. That's messed up. Okay, but if, if we do like Medea and the kid oh is, is raised with us, but if the kid's sent Relax. all the way to live elsewhere, I don't, I don't, this happened before you, so it's not like it was a cheating thing. And maybe people grow up, maybe the person at that point wasn't ready child, for a kid. If I found out I had a 51 year old sibling right now, I would feel like my entire life is a lie. I mean, the, I mean, that person is not 14. The, okay. Well, I just, listen, the per, the person did whatever they did, right, wrong, what was best for them before you, anyone was, the mom's the same age as the kid. So that, that tells okay, me. Okay. Podcast listeners. I just want to say we all, we all found out last season that Anthony believes in cheating if you think it's the right person no, no. Now, anthony See, believes now, in hiding, words. now anthony believes in hiding no your love child because everyone's always happy do you be you okay but when someone does that in, in you society or most people don't agree with it it's looked at as bad okay we that's need, where I'm i need you guys from. to dm us and tell us that's where right i'm coming here. from okay i'm not saying i would do this but 
if this person, for whatever reason, they made that, if they did make the decision, whatever decision it was, they made it. There was no cheating. There was no secret nothing. It was pre-you. Oh, my God. Anyways. And obviously. You just made me tired. But listen, obviously, it was designed for these paths to never be crossed because it took you doing a DNA test to even find it. If the the secret kid or the secret kid's mother wanted to have it figured out, it would they would have found you guys. But okay, it took so you for me, doing DNA. if I knew that I had a secret love child out there or had given up a baby for adoption, whatever it is, and then I started seeing the rise of 23andMe and Ancestry type tests, I would definitely tell everyone that needs to know that would potentially find out if the they did The mom is 55. You know what it means about the dad? He's older than 55. He's like 70. Okay, thank you. He's not worried about no DNA test. Okay, whatever. This podcast is brought to you by Philo. There's nothing better than unwinding and watching a little TV, but not the hassle of finding what to watch or the cost of paying for your crazy cable bill. That's why we cut the cord. If you love TV, Philo is your solution. Philo is a live and on-demand TV for just $25 a month. If you can't get enough TV, Philo has VH1, BET, A&E, AMC, plus more than 60 other channels like Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, Paramount, and Discovery. All the good channels, you guys. All the channels your kids need, all the channels that your husband needs, and all the channels that you need for all that good TV. Never miss a minute of shows like Love and Hip Hop, Black Ink Crew, Wild and Out, The Haves and Have Nots, Live PD, RuPaul's Drag Race, The Walking Dead, and so many more. There's no contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Philo also has unlimited DVR for one year, so you can save all your favorite shows and watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams so that everyone in the house can stay happy and make sure everyone's watching their shows. I can be watching a show. Anthony can be watching his. The kids can be watching a movie. We love it. Philo is easy to use, super easy to sign up. You can watch from your phone, laptop, tablet, or TV with Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV, Samsung, or Android TV. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money with less hassle and channel comfort. Sign up today at philo.tv. That's P-H-I-L-O.tv and use promo code Garcia to get 50% off your first month. 50% off at philotv.com promo code Garcia. Let's jump back into the convo. Someone said, I'm visiting my grandmother-in-law. Okay, so that's like your Nana to me? Yes. Okay. And she shows me a pic of an aunt who recently lost around 150 pounds and says, oh, I'm so excited for you to look like this soon. I'm in my baby making era, so I'm soft and happy about it. She keeps making comments about her own petiteness and how she only fluctuated 10 pounds her whole adult life. Only ever when she was pregnant, went right back to 120 pounds each time. Woo! That I was would, written there. Whoa. I wish an old person would make say something few like that more, to me. Few more days until I can go home to no more body comments. Oh, and comments on my Thanksgiving plate. Grandma, it's Thanksgiving. Let me eat. I have been subject to body comments from family members on my side specifically. I remember when I gave birth to Brooklyn. Mind you, I was 18 years old. I went from 120 pounds to 153 pounds. And I was the type of person that 
went to the hospital to give birth at 153 pounds and came home and I was 153 pounds after giving birth to a seven pound, 10 ounce baby. I always gained weight breastfeeding. And so I remember I was two weeks postpartum. I came, we were staying at my grandma's house in Tucson and I put on a bathing suit to take a cute picture because we had a newborn bathing suit for Brooklyn and it was so cute. I wasn't actually going in the pool or anything. I was two weeks postpartum. And I go out there with my bathing suit on and my grandma made a comment like, oh, it looks like you still have a good 15 to 20 pounds to lose. And I was like, I was so taken off guard because I was like, I I literally just had a baby. Like I, I'm holding her right now. You can see her. Like, damn, it's not even my six weeks of healing is not right. even done yet. Like, what the heck? And she made those comments for years until I finally like told her, you have to stop making comments about my body. And she hasn't since then. And then my brothers, I remember on my wedding night or no, the night before our wedding, we had my family there, my bridesmaids party, all that stuff. And we were having a cute little dessert thing before I went to bed and I ate almost a whole cake by myself. (laughs) I was six months pregnant and my brother was like, why would you eat that when you're already so fat to begin with? And I started crying and he always made body comments about me. Luckily, he's grown up a little and hasn't done that in a few years, but it is the worst thing ever to have people making comments about your body in general, but your family, it definitely hits different. So I, this is, this is another, I sympathize with women so much, you know, I am a feminist. I feel like if you have to say I'm a feminist, it kind of cancels out. No, I don't have to say, I'm just saying like, I'm a feminist. So I sympathize with you because whatever. Is that what a feminist does? They sympathize with women? Well, no, I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to use myself as an example. Okay. Grandma said that, right? So you're gonna mansplain? What I don't, I don't even know what the fuck that means. But all right, I, I manscape. What is? Is that the same thing? That's not an ad. But if y'all want to hire us, listen. I need some new blades because I'm kind of hairy. The blades are kind of dull. Anyways, just kidding. You're um, not kidding. The blades don't get dull, Bethany. Okay. They're obviously they're not dull because you keep nicking my ball sack. That was one time. Twice you've cut me twice, and you've only shaved me twice. But anyways, but what's crazy about that is. Okay, when you and I got married or together, I was, what, 120 pounds soaking wet? I was going to say not even that. May- maybe even less. I think my peak weight's like 230. The most that anyone's ever said to me was, dang, bro, you look healthy. That's it. Like, I haven't, I haven't got pregnant. I haven't, my body hasn't grown five years, nothing. So it's just crazy that society and that that's just how it is no one look, no one's ever looked at me and be like damn bro like you could you could lose 20 pounds like no one's ever said that like i, said, I feel like when we went to your old church a few times when we first got married people made comments about you being, not, not saying that oh i didn't even recognize you stuff like that but it was never really it could have been geared at your body but it could have been geared at the fact that you look older you have a beard you're right. a dad now that kind of a thing but towards yeah towards me but, it was always like a specific weight comment. right but for me that's the that's the only thing that's ever been said about my weight yeah. is oh you look healthy so it's like it's just crazy that a people feel comfortable like just hey you you're almost there like no one's ever said that to me and i wish an old person would because i got a bunch of wrinkled like i got a i got a lot of shit in my you know, in my backpack that I could just go off on. So Okay. Someone said, my uncle got a woman pregnant back when he was in his 20s and my grandparents paid the woman $10,000 for her to disappear. She took the money and left. What a queen. Honestly. Right. So then, so he should be in trouble? No. Because his now, parents, right? Shut the fuck up for one second. 
She took the money and left. Now that kid is in his 30s and has reached out to my uncle and grandparents trying to join our family and they want nothing to do with him and say awful things about him. My grandparents are leaders of their church and everyone thinks they're so godly and wonderful. That tracks. This is just one horrible story I know about them. I wish I could expose them. This is just a perfect church story. Dude, that pisses me off. I, I just think back to like my dad being this perfect, wonderful church leader that everyone looked up to, this amazing pastor and all the shit that he put us through our entire lives. And I'm it's so crazy because it's like I would tell people I wasn't quiet about it. I remember going to school. I think I've told this story before going to school with a bloody lip and people asked me what happened. And I said, my dad beat the shit out of me this morning. And people just laughed and thought I was joking. I told teachers my dad worked at the school. Did anything happen? No. And then even worse, what he got arrested for, which we won't even go there today. But like, it's just so fucking crazy. So once again, I don't agree with it. But if you have to keep an image in a, in a way of living and you got an extra 10 grand, cool. She took the money, right? Because she, she could have she done what you did when your parents told you to get an abortion. And you're like, no, I'm not, right? The, yeah. the, the mom could have done that. She took the money, dipped out, whatever, cool. Like, And I think of, we got married because... That's what religion told us and what our parents had told us, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't get married because it was what we wanted to do in that moment. We got married because we thought that's what we had to do. So the the uncle in this situation, right? He, I'm sure he was young. You're going to listen to whatever your parents have to say, yeah. especially in a religious household when, when your parents such an influence are on the end-all, yes. be-all. And they got bread. Yeah. Money talks. Cool, whatever. That happened, that situation. But what I think is fucked up is the person is now an adult and trying to come back well okay also the uncle was in his 20s when this happened too and that's just proof of like how much say your parents really have over you right. when you're raised like that right so i just i whatever up until that point and then now that bro wants to know his family like yeah I th- and, and, you and it's crazy because she obviously held up her end of the bargain and disappeared until long past right? it was his choice in his 30s to try to you know find his biological family and Oh, this is so. But crazy. maybe, bro, maybe you don't want to be a part of the family. Yeah, Just you clearly don't. Go get. Hey, give me ten thousand, and I'll disappear again. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Inflation. They give me fifteen. Call it even. Okay. Someone said my cousin reconnected with his dad, and his mom was not happy about it. She would tell him how his dad was a bad man and all these things. My cousin wanted to get to know his dad since he wasn't in his life growing up. He found out his mom lied about multiple things and how his dad had all the receipts to prove that his mom was lying. He also found out something else involving my mom and dad. You're going to have to like comprehend this as I'm reading it because I'm so fucking lost. All right. His mom and my mom are sisters and my mom always had a feeling that her sister, my cousin's mom, was friendly with my dad. Come to find out the reason my cousin's parents split was because she and my dad had an affair while my mom was pregnant with me. My mom confronted her and she denies it to this day. It's been two years since it's come to light. Ooh. Do you know what was Messy. just said? So there's two parts to this. Two parts. And this is something that I'll forever be grateful and thankful for that my mom and my stepdad didn't do. So as most people know, I have a biological dad and a stepdad. My stepdad raised me when I, starting from when I was four years old to present day. He's the kid's grandpa, Kamtata. Brooklyn and Haram know like the story now because they're old enough to comprehend the other three kids. They don't, they think that's my dad, whatever. Yeah. And if you ever hear me referencing my father-in-law, I'm talking about his stepdad. So, but they never ever tried to 
discouraged me from having a relationship for my biological dad. They never tried to keep me away. And if you know anything about his Mexican Hispanic culture, especially my dad was involved in like gang culture and, and that kind of culture. Men, the men are really prideful. Like that's my woman. That's you know what I mean. Yeah. And he never was like, oh, like ne- nothing. I never heard them speak a bad word about him. Every conclusion that I've come up to in my head about my dad, anything I've learned about my dad is think my biological dad. It's something that I figured out on my own. Right. He would call once, twice a year. My mom would hand me the phone like hey your dad wants to talk to you it was never any anything they never planted anything about my dad in my head everything was discovered on my own so they never left the opportunity for me to figure something out and then hold that against yeah. my parents and michael my stepdad which i call my dad my real dad actually and I, i'm just so grateful for that because i figured this shit out i saw it in person on my own i couldn't imagine filled with stories right, yeah. right. they were and, and my he did some fucked up shit he, he went to prison for beating the shit out of my mom like my mom had so much that she could have you know put in my head she was just like look if you want a relationship with him i'm gonna do everything i can but i can't i can't force him to have a relationship with you like when he calls if you want to go see him or go see your siblings you can do that but it was literally just i figured it out on my own i think a toxic baby mother is just as bad as an absent baby father. Woo. I don't know. I think, and I, I just, I, wouldn't know. I, I think so. Second, <laughs> the second part is messy. Messy, messy. But it just sounds like the, the aunt or the mom of the, the kid in this situation is just a fucked up person. She, you wanna, so your controversial opinion is that, I don't think it's controversial. I baby just, mama, okay, here's mine. I'm so pro-divorce. I think everyone should get divorced. Really? The moment that they're not happy. Yeah. I, I bet you don't do. even try. Oh, to yeah. Make it work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, yeah. Anyways. All right. You I, know what's <laughs> so funny? You say that and you act like this big bad. You can you cannot I'm live with them. You, can, you don't even about, know how to wash clothes. You would have us. no clean underwear if I didn't live here. What the fuck? I'm not talking about us. I'm just, I just thought of that because of another confession I read where she, where there, because I said, you know, this is going to be next week's episode. Ask me and Anthony for some advice. And we oh are literally the dumbest people, but we'll give you advice. And someone was like, should I stay or should I go? And I'm going to be like, girl, <laughs> get yourself a divorce. <laughs> Anyways, someone said, I got called all sorts of things for getting pregnant before being married. I was an adult, mind you, by a good and stable man. We had zero help and have done fantastic for ourselves. But anywho, reminded everyone that my dad was born out of wedlock. My grandma got knocked up in an alley in Mexico and got caught too by my grandpa. He never, quote, left, but was definitely not a family man. He lived months at a time in another country, leaving my grandma to figure it out alone most of the time. Rumor has it he had already had a kid and abandoned him before knocking up my grandma. So yeah, me and my husband and two kids are comfortable. Damn. It's that saying like, don't throw rocks from your glass house or whatever. I'm pretty sure that's not the quote. But anyways, moving on. You don't have any opinions about that one? It's always the people with skeletons in their closet talking the most shit. Yeah. I think that's one thing I've learned from life. Yeah. It's like usually the person that's so against it and just so vocal about it, they're not all that innocent. Well, one thing about me is if my child gets married or gets pregnant out of wedlock as an adult is I'm not going to be the one talking shit because I literally got knocked up in multiple cars. Anyways. Well, one thing about me is I'm going to be talking shit because I was in that shit. So, 
but I'm going to help with the shit. When they're an adult? Yeah, I'm always going to talk shit. Oh, no, no, no. I said if they got pregnant when they're an adult. You said knocked up. But they up. just happened to not. Yeah, knocked up means pregnant. Right. Do I, you know I, that that means pregnant? Have you seen the movie Knocked Up? But baby, you, you, <laughs> you, when you talk about Brooklyn, you say you were knocked up. With the other kids, you don't say you were knocked up because you were married and in a relationship by the Bible and the U.S. government. If I government. got pregnant tomorrow, I would be knocked up. Right, but you don't use that. <laughs> yes. In a Webster's Dictionary definition, yes, you're knocked up. But people say knocked up when they get... knocked up is in the dictionary? People say knocked up when they're like, I got pregnant by someone that I had no intentions of getting pregnant by. Mm. That's the, that's when people use that In that, that case, phrase. I got knocked up five times. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, if one of my kids gets knocked up, I'm going to have jokes because I'm always going to have jokes. But guess what? I'm going to take care of that jokey joke. Okay. Found out a couple years ago that we have two half siblings. One is between me and my older brother's age, and he looks more like my dad than any of us do, and we look a lot like him. He's 36 or 37. Another is a few months younger than me, so 32. So crazy. Our half brother is with the ongoing affair my dad has had with his high school girlfriend since the early 70s. Our first name, oh, his first name is also our family's last name. So freaking sneaky. Okay, so <laughs> that's so crazy. My mind went through a bunch of different scenarios. As so that's you like this. you having an ongoing affair with your high school girlfriend, like some whore I mean, that you probably liked. No. Technically, you were my high some school girlfriend. Some whore that you liked in ninth grade. You've been having an affair with her this whole time and you have Listen. kids with her. <laughs> and then since you guys aren't married, she doesn't. Her kid can't have the last name Garcia. So what does she do? She names the first name Garcia. So little Garcia is walking around with half of your DNA. And our kids don't even know. So I guess it was a blessing and the curse back in the day. Because like people just minded their business. Right? I think it's because of social media. Right. That people don't mind their business anymore. But like this this confession, it took me a lot of different places. Because our confession, whatever it was. Because I was like, oh, like. Sometimes people break up or they have kids, they break up and they move on, right? I don't need to, you don't need to know everything that I'm doing. But then the fact that they're still together, that's, that's crazy. But you know what's funny is like people say, oh, nowadays, like no one can keep a woman or no one can, everyone's getting divorced or everyone's this or that. And blah, blah, blah. like everyone talks about how like nowadays men are cheating on their women. No, that's been happening for literally forever. And these confessions prove that men have always just been sneaking off having babies with other people and no one knew about it. Or women were having Thank affairs you. or whatever. It just it this is just proof that people have always been sex crazed monsters. And the only reason that people nowadays like won't deal with it is number one, because probably because people get have therapy now and don't stay in those toxic situations and then keep their mouth shut. And two, because people are just exposing their family members left and right on TikTok. That's what gave it off to you? It, was, it wasn't the fact that people were having like families of 10 and 15. That, that, that's when I was like, damn, grandma, grandmas and grandpas were really out there wild and just fucking. Oh, yeah. It is kind of crazy that like my great grandma had like 10 that's kids. That's what I'm saying. That was, the, that was the norm. Like people look at us like, oh my God, you have five kids back then. They'd be like. One of my boys would have took me, you know, to the local pub and be like, are you, are you guys okay? Like, you're not. You only have five. My Nana, I remember when I found out that she got married when she was 18 and I, I was like, oh my God, my Nana's a whore. Oh really? Oh my God. She wow, got married when she so was 18. Judgy. I know, but I, my parents are pastors. But they were expect? married. It doesn't matter. All right. 
I couldn't believe that she got married as a teenager. And then here I am following in her footsteps. Okay. Someone said, this will be the last one. I just found out my aunt who's in her 70s. Listen, I'm telling you, these old people. My aunt who's in her 70s met some guy online who has suckered her out of $40,000. 10000 that she suckered from my grandma, her sister, to send to him. He made up a whole story and said he was a wounded vet living in Syria dealing with the war. How can someone convince someone to just send all of their savings? Her husband found out and cut her off from all of the accounts. Like this guy is just living his best life with the $40,000 in his pocket. I replied and said, OMG. She replied and said, yeah, I was literally in labor on Friday night when they told me this story and I'm still freaking mind blown. I did not believe my mother at all. Imagine finding that out about your like your freaking aunt and uncle while you're in labor. And so recently, like, thank you for telling her that while she was in labor so that I was able to hear this story a few days later. All old people will say, I'm sorry to 70. No, no, let's start at 60. Should have to take an internet safety class. <laughs> I think I don't think 60 is considered old yet. I think 70s is when it's like, okay, you're getting there. You're no, kind of old. But I do agree. Start them young. Like 60. Any grandparent that I've ever had or known is easily scammable. Like easily scammable. Right. For sure. I mean, but you got to remember, these are people that grew up hitchhiking and shit. So like they have a level of <laughs> trust that... We just don't have nowadays. Or like back in the day, people were like, oh, the world's so dangerous now. But like there was like literally 10 rampant serial killers at one time, just like murdering people left and right. right. And people were leaving their door unlocked. And nowadays. But that's why I can understand why the world's not safe. Why old people can get scammed. Because it's yeah. like, you know, 20, way too much trust. 26 year olds in the 70s were sticking their thumb up to get a ride. Like my thumb only goes up whatever <laughs> what the fuck anthony <laughs> i just think it's funny because like obviously i feel like the world is a scary place but i feel like our generation is just so much more like open to knowing how social media it is yes yeah, so, something social happens media. that shit goes right yes, on twitter 1000 percent. and i feel like they think 50 years ago the world was safer but no you guys were just more oblivious people just people kept stuff hidden right if, if you found out your husband was cheating on you, you know what you did back then? Swept that shit right made, out of the rug. You made an extra special dinner. <laughs> right? Nowadays, that's so fucked up. Right. But nowadays, you you find out someone's cheating. You put that shit on the And that's why I'm pro-divorce. I think everyone should get divorced. That's a joke. Again. I mean, you've already you. said it twice. You say it again. I'm out of here. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> make sure you tune in next week because we're going to be get, like, you know, me and Anthony, we just we have so much life experience. Look at us. We're just out here experts on everything. We're going to give you guys advice, life advice, and you guys should definitely follow it because it's definitely not going to ruin your lives if you do. So tune in next week to hear all of our advice for you guys. And all right, so I'm going to go read some books, some self-help books. I'm going to go watch some Andrew Tate videos. Oh, my God, <laughs> please. I'm going to give you guys the advice you've never expected. <laughs> OK, we, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch a new episode of the Garcia Diaries unfiltered every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss any of the action and don't forget to leave a rating and review. You can follow us on social at the Garcia Diaries, at Sir Garcia Diaries, and our podcast page at the Garcia Diaries pod. Talk to you next week. Peace. Thank you.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.